it's a difficult industry to be in, but I love it so much that like, I want to change it. Our minimum age is 16 for performers, and I have been considering raising it because it can be difficult. The thing that stops me from saying only 18 plus or only like uh, 21 plus, whatever, uh, is because a lot of these girls need to be shown that there are performance, one, there are paid performance opportunities out there for them, and two, that these paid performance opportunities do not need to be at the expense of your sanity because of what you look like. And I truly, I wish that I had something like that when I was 16, 17, to be able to build that foundation of this is what I should expect from professional opportunities going forward. What's up, everybody? Walter Hooper, WA Hooper Marketing. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Minds Meet. And uh, let me tell you, this is the start of a new era for the show because, well, we always keep it real. But today and moving forward, we are um, we're going to go down uh, some paths where we're going to uh, search for some deep truths. And uh, we're going to start this deep truth journey with a with a guest and a individual that uh, i've known now for the last couple of years is crazy is crazy to, to think about how much of that time has passed but this individual has uh built uh an empire for themselves they are continuing to grow and i'm so excited to see them on their uh, professional journey it is it really is awe-inspiring and they are they're going to be a, a very tender age of 23 this year. So I, I want you to think about that. What were you doing <laughs> at the age of 23? Because I know what I was doing. It was certainly not owning my own business and thinking about making uh, serious big moves in that department. So without further ado, I want to welcome yet again uh, the one, the only Sophia Kirkman, owner of Part of Your World Princess Company. What's up, Sophia? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, just uh, I had a board meeting last night with the uh, Shorewood Kiwanis uh, volunteer group, which we are both a part we love of. Kiwanis. That's right. <laughs> and um, let's just say uh, I'm hurting a little today. It's okay though. <laughs> we're here, and uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get some get some truths out there. But um, to refresh people's memory, why don't you give a just a, a brief uh, bio of who you are and what part of your Real Princess Company is all about? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Sophia Kirkman. I'm 22 years old, going to be 23 this year. Uh, I'm the owner of Part of Your World Princess Company. So we are a princess party and event company based right here in Gross Point. Uh, we do charity events, corporate events, private birthday parties, all that stuff. Awesome. And uh, I've seen what she does. Uh, I've happened to be in the same uh, vicinity, in the same area, places where uh, her and her um, her uh, cast has has been and performed and it is it is truly something to see so um and she's standing there with her with her nikon taking all the amazing pictures that she takes and posts on social media so that's all her that that's doing that so uh kudos to you thank and, you uh, yeah i do the job of like six people <laughs> welcome important. to the world of owning your business welcome to being a small business owner yeah <laughs> um so today uh you know last time we talked about you know when it comes to marketing in particular we talked about like your digital uh platforms the what what's worked has anything changed since then are you looking where are you looking at focusing now for your target audience as far as um your your marketing efforts whether it's through social media it's through email it's through 
uh, door-to-door mail. What what now is part of your Royal Princess Company's uh, marketing uh, scheme look like for this year? Yeah, so over the past year, we've uh, we've grown our Instagram significantly. We're almost at 2,000 followers, which is crazy. Um, we've, we've been growing our Facebook, so we're almost at 1K likes on Facebook. Um, but this year, I kind of have shifted our focus to more SEO and email marketing because I feel like we've established kind of a presence on Instagram uh, and Facebook, and we're still going to post there. But the big changes that I've made this year and with my admin team is making sure that we have an email newsletter because a lot of our demographic might not be on Instagram or Facebook. They might want to check their email. So we're you know, reaching the grandparents, the older parents who are like maybe not scrolling on Instagram all the time looking for their child's birthday party, but they do check their email or their professionals who check their email. Um, and we're also working on SEO, which was something that I neglected for a very long time because I just didn't know about it and I wasn't good at it and I didn't really know what to do. Like along with doing the jobs of six people, I also created our website. So I spent you know months and months getting the pictures and getting our packages, but I really didn't know how to make that website reach the clients that we actually need to reach. So actually literally in the past month, I've been kind of doing an overhaul of not our entire website, but kind of, and making sure that like each image has the alternate text on it, that we're always using those buzzwords that our clients might be uh, searching for. Like we had a lot of industry terms on our website, like, you know, book now or book your party, but clients might not necessarily be searching for book Elsa near me. They might be searching for rent Elsa near me or like hire Elsa near me um, or like, I don't know, Rapunzel party, whatever. Um, And we just didn't really have those terms on our website. So we were absolutely tanking when it comes to search results. So uh, hopefully that will change (laughs) once that SEO starts to take effect. But I really have been focusing on making sure that we are reaching the new clients who might not necessarily know what they're looking for, but I know that they want us. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. Um, because as great as like the as I call it the front end mm-hmm. type of, of marketing efforts is is you have to have that the so you're a theater person obviously I sure am. <laughs> so I would equate the like the social media all that that type of stuff that's like front house mm-hmm. like that's your that's your cast that's right. your direct but the SEO I would equate to your your crew yeah your backstage your stage crew. management that's right <laughs> that's, that's right and it's important yeah, yeah absolutely and if if you don't have both working in you know synergistically then you know it's it's chaos and it's not gonna work right yeah, yeah. exactly so I props to you for mm-hmm. for for doing that so you're you're Thinking ahead of the curve here, I like ahead. it. Um, <clears throat> so, have you looked into? I was going to get right into uh, the future now. Have you looked into going into the realm of Web three and like the metaverse, the the virtual reality, <clears throat> augmented reality? Have you looked into that? Going down that rabbit hole, I have not. Okay. See, we, Walter, we just now got to see SEO. <laughs> but we, there's, but wait, like there's more. Zero. <laughs> We're getting there. Well, the the good news right now is it's not it's not crucial at this point. But I feel like I said with my last guests uh, that were on the program, 
Have you checked that one out? <clears throat> Dave Underwood, Professor Underwood, and Mike Mitchell, uh, uh, realtor from uh, Berkshire Hathaway uh, Home Services, Key Realty, St. Clair Shores, Michigan. Um, <clears throat> if you're having the conversation, just having that dialogue, that you're already 50 steps ahead of the game. And it is my job to have those types of conversations with people because I, I can almost guarantee you that a lot of other agencies around here aren't even talking about that with their clients because, oh, well, that's, oh, you don't got to worry about that right now. Well, you kind of do, but it's, not, like I said, it's not imminent at this point in time. But as long as you're aware of it, I would I would suggest, and I can uh, put, a, put a link below, um, a, uh, I, I did an audible listen of, um, it was a book about like the introduction to the metaverse. It was really interesting because it was talking about all these different platforms. Um, one, one in particular I mentioned on the last show uh, was a platform called Sandbox. So basically that's where you can set up digital real estate. So think about that. That's crazy, right? It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it's it's real. It's here. I mean, for God's sake, Snoop Dogg. Uh, what he dropped like so much uh, um, metaverse coin in in real estate. And now he has like a McMansion in in the metaverse. You know, so it's crazy. Love Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I know. Right? What a man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, we're gonna go into the deep truths now. So I know uh, last time you had mentioned uh, that in what you do, there is a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have a lot of um, praying type of mentality with with others in your industry that want their cast to look a certain way or, you know, they shame them for, you know, being a thing that they that they don't necessarily that's not to their agenda and it's very um as as the kids say it's very toxic um can you expound upon that and kind of shed some light on what that is all about and why these types of entities have that mindset yeah so i i come from the theater world which uh is it can be a very toxic and upsetting horrible place and i have personally experienced a lot of that especially in the years leading up to starting my company uh specifically because i had a significant weight gain and uh, i went from playing princesses to playing the old lady to like not getting cast at all to being told that explicitly that I was too fat to be like Sophie and Mamma Mia, even though it's like, that's ridiculous. Um, But I think that was honestly one of the reasons why I started this company and didn't just decide to go work for someone else at 19 years old. Because I saw and I experienced firsthand how awful this industry could be. And I didn't see people like me doing what I wanted to do because you know, obviously, I'm a theater major. I know I can sing. I can act. I'm really good with kids. Uh, I love, you know, styling wigs. We have beautiful costumes. Like, I knew that I could do this and that I could bring something unique and something that's needed in this industry. Um, and I think that was a huge motivator for me to start this company as young as I did because 
I wanted to do this. And I didn't think that anyone would let me do what I love to do and what I'm good at doing. And I also wanted to be a small part of kind of changing this industry for the better, even though, you know, it's really, it's, it's barely making a dent, but it will hopefully teach some performers to not uh, take that from, you know, older directors, from other people in their life who maybe tell them like, oh, you know, I've had performers say to me, a director told me like, you'll never be a princess. Like, you're not a princess type. And I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> like, what are you doing right now? Like, you're, you're literally in my office in costume about to go absolutely kill it at an event. And I think if I can show performers of every age, because we have performers who are 10 years, more than 10 years older than I am, but if I can be the, the catalyst for them getting what they deserve and knowing what they deserve, that is enough for me. Like that is, you know, giving someone the opportunity to do what they love, regardless of what they look like, regardless of what uh, people have told them in the past. And I think that's something that's really, really important to me because that was, you know, aside from I love what I do, I love Disney princesses, I love making magical memories for kids. I'm, I'm a theater person. Like this, this is my, this is my little baby that I'm, you know, hopefully nurturing into something that will be so much bigger than myself. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a journey and I've actually had quite a few performers who came from other companies in the area. Like this is happening in our air, in our backyard, uh, who have come to me and they've said, I feel so much more comfortable with you and I feel so much more protected and taken care of. And just the horrible things that I've heard uh, you know, from slowly taking away the characters that they can play because they're gaining weight or uh, as bad as weekly <clears throat> weigh-ins for performers. Wait, what? I mean, yeah, yeah. I was absolutely appalled when I heard that, but it's it's happening and it's happening to girls as young as 16. I mean, these are minors. I w yeah, I was just going to ask, like, what's what's like the youngest age that this is happening to? Yeah, I've seen casting calls as low as age 14. Yeah. And they're and, and they're doing that type of shit. Yeah. Wow. That's already like we, we already live in a I'll say again, my show. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we already lived in a fucked up society mm -hmm. as it is. And, you know, and again, this all ties in with with because in a way it is it's marketing. It's it's the dark side of marketing, mm -hmm. you know, where, you know, you, you, you we live in a, in a world and a society where a lot of things are, are vanity based. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's bad enough that, you know, we have, you know, these men and women that are, you know, going on social media, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case may be. And, like, they're just, like, trying to find the best filter that makes them look good. And, you know, because then it gets them, you know, the clicks, it gets them the, the, the notoriety. It's bad enough. But then to have, and these are, like, are these, now, the people that are saying these things to these, to these girls are they are they men or are they women is it a combination it's or? strange because this is a very very female dominated industry oh. like i think even just across the country i've met very young ceos who are young women and uh most of them have been lovely and fantastic and i think the younger uh not to be ageist or anything but like a do lot it, of do it a lot <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of the younger CEOs, like princess CEOs that I've met, have been extremely kind and are also wanting to kind of break down these, you know, industry standards that have been there forever. And a lot of the like toxicity comes from people who have been in the industry for like 10 plus years because that's what they know. And, you know, the early 2000s were a hellish place. <laughs> so, oh. you know, <laughs> and unfortunately, I had this conversation with one of my performers actually um, not that long ago, but she was requested for a party. She's beautiful. She's amazing. Um, but she was like, you know, I, I worry about like, you know, the maybe there are parents who want to choose which performer they can have because she looks the prettiest or whatever it is. And we were talking like, you know, people in their generation, like they just grew up with that. That's the way that they were taught to socialize was to tear themselves down, was to say, oh, I'm so fat today. Like, you know, that's the way that they were taught to relate to each other. And I think I personally feel very, very hopeful for the future because uh, a lot of kids don't see that kind of stuff. And I know personally because I, I don't perform very often anymore, but I would love to because that's what I love to do. But I also love to watch my performers do what they do. Uh, but I can't lie and say that a lot of it isn't, you know, insecurity about how I look or if someone were to make an offhanded comment. But um, and that's never happened. Thankfully, we have amazing clients. But what I the point of this is I've never had a child say anything about a performer in a negative way about myself. Uh, if anything, they say, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, Elsa, I love you. Like, they're so they don't care. <laughs> like the children, the kids, they don't give a shit. And it's a lot of this vanity comes from, you know, older values, I would say, like, because it really was values of the time, like to be, you know, a size two and to be a model and to like whatever uh, that princesses needed to be. And that is also compounded by the way that the cartoons were drawn. But also, let's remember, they're cartoons. Like they're not the actual people. Not <laughs> we are actual people. So right. it, yeah. yeah, it's and just, uh, it's, I do see that the industry is moving forward in uh, a healthier way. And I'm happy to be a part of that. And I make sure to tell all of my performers um, at their first fitting, I make sure to put it in all of our casting calls so that everyone knows that they are allowed to apply regardless of what their size is. But I tell them, you know, I hired you because of your talent. I hired you because I see something in you. I see that you have this passion to do this job because it takes all kinds and it takes uh, a lot of stamina and energy and a passion for what you do and a love for kids that it's just, it's not easy. <laughs> but I think anyone who is able to showcase those qualities to me, regardless of if they're a size two or a size 16, I don't give a shit. I think that's the most important. and. I always make sure to tell them, even my girls who are a size two, I say, if you gain weight, if you lose weight, if your body changes, if you feel like, God, I feel like shit today, if you, you know, if you're bloated, I don't care. Your job will not be in jeopardy 
because your size has changed. I don't care about your dress size. I care about you. And that's the most important thing to me. Wow. You, yeah. God damn. That, is, that, that, that hits. That hits. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so crazy because I, I remember we had this, and this is why we're talking about this today, because we had talked about this a little while ago. And like, I, I, it, I, some of the things that you brought up kind of, I, I remember, I recalled and I'm just like, wow, like that's, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it really is. And it's just like, you know, all right, like I said, we already live in a, in a, in a messed up society as it is where, you know, we're, we're, you know, people are, are guided by what filters to use or what have you. And then to actually have, you know, human beings, like, berate kids. These, these are children. Like, the, these are kids. Like, you said as young as 14. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, already, like, that is, like, boy or girl. Like, 14 is a very, very weird era. So you're going through a lot of emotions. Your hormones are, like, all over the place because you're, you're trying to adjust to you know growing up and adulting so to have a full-grown adult be like yeah you're yeah you're not good enough like yeah because you look this way or you know like eh, eh. like you're just like you said you're not princess material it's mm-hmm. just like god that's gotta shatter like uh uh yeah. you know uh shatter someone's like inner spirit and crush it yeah it's and I am from the theater world again, so you know I perform professionally. I've auditioned professionally. I know it sucks. Like rejection sucks, and to have someone tell you, you know, you just don't have the body type that we're looking for for a role that it doesn't matter. Like to hear those things and to be like scrutinized in that way, I I can't imagine being in this industry as young as fourteen. Um, and I think that it's it's a difficult industry to be in but i love it so much that like i want to change it and this is my small way of making that change because you know our our minimum age is 16 for performers and i have been considering raising it because uh you know it's it can be difficult and it's it's hard to be this princess and have these like expectations on you and it's a difficult job and you have to be able to command a room you have to be able to handle very small children in large quantities (laughs) like it's a lot and but the thing that stops me from saying only 18 plus or only like uh, 21 plus whatever uh, is because a lot of these girls need to be shown that there are performance, one, there are paid performance opportunities out there for them. And two, that these paid performance opportunities do not need to be at the expense of your sanity, at the expense of, you know, because of what you look like. And I truly, I wish that I had something like that when I was 16, 17, to be able to build that foundation of this is what I should expect from professional opportunities going forward or this is what I should expect from a boss going forward or a director. And I I really, that's part of why I started this company is to give young performers that foundation so they don't take that shit the way that I did and the way that I internalized that and made it mean that I didn't have enough talent to do what I know that I love to do. So I think, you know, I would never go as as young as 14 
because as in my mind they are the children that we're having the party for at 14 yeah but yeah. i think you know once you're an upperclassman in high school maybe you're thinking about college auditions maybe you're thinking about majoring in musical theater i know i was at that age so having those like professional performance opportunities on your resume is huge having those experiences in costume fittings because I've experienced discrimination and uncomfortableness in costume fittings, even in a university theater setting. But if I can make sure that they know what it's supposed to be like, then I will save them from internalizing those experiences in the future if they have them. Yeah, yeah, that's, I can tell, and I can tell like whenever, you know, you're, it, 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 I'll go off the energy thing is, you know, it's, when I've seen how your performers interact with families and the kids, it's like I don't know. It's just it's very um, wholesome, mm-hmm. and 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 I and it's very um, as the kids say, it feels very safe. It's a safe space, and that's mostly because of a major credit and props to you you and what sh- that that narrative that you set right away. You know, because of uh, because of the the bad experiences that have happened in the past, or you know what, like you mentioned, having some of your cast like relay like some of these horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think also too, maybe when okay, so something so they get berated by these other companies or whatever. Do you think part of their <laughs> part of the reason why they want to continue with it or what have you is because they're looking for their break or it's because their parents are pushing them and Mike basically micromanaging them like it's the classic you know showbiz parent type of thing do you think it's a combination of what like what do you think I think that a lot of the people in this industry even though there are you know the mean girls or whatever we all do this because we love it so much like it's if you haven't experienced it which unfortunately you will never experience what it's like to be a princess performer but uh I mean, maybe you will, <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> you could be Aladdin, perhaps. Oh God! <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, I, I did like me some Jasmine back in that, the day. That's true. We love a Jasmine in this house. But um, if you've never experienced it, you'll never understand how special it is, how incredible it is. Even just, it's different from theater because it's so much more intimate and rewarding, and it's fun. And I think if you can do it in a safe setting where you feel uh, empowered to do what you love to do, it's incredible. And I think another thing to add to the feeling safety is that we have character attendance with every single event that we do. And a lot of performers who have come from other companies, even other companies just like around the country, um, they are shocked when we say, oh, you, you have a character attendant? That's so nice. Because, you know, there, can you imagine driving in a hoop skirt that's six feet in diameter? Like, you'd get in an accident. <laughs> like, I can barely get <laughs> yeah. out the door in a hoop skirt like that. But it's like, you know, we, we take care of our performers and we take care of their safety. And it's important to me because I've been there and it's like, I know what I would want if I was performing. And I would want a character attendant to be able to step in if something goes wrong. Like, you know, to even just be there for you know a person who's in costume and has to stay in character what are they going to do if uh there's something out of their control that happens they have to stay in character and you know 
even when it comes to like playing music and stuff, like Elsa will never whip out her iPhone 11 and like start playing off Spotify. Like <laughs> That'd be pretty you cool, will, <laughs> we will always, always like keep the magic there. And I think that's so important. And it really helps with that feeling of for performers, like I'm really being taken care of right now because there's another person here they're paying another person to be here. It's not, you know, just sending them out to do as many parties as possible to change in their car, like in the middle of nowhere to have them navigate and try to park and all these things. It's like, no, we will take care of it. You do what you love to do and what you're good at, which is perform. And I've had conversations with a lot of friends who have stopped princessing because it just wasn't worth it for them anymore. Like they're not getting reimbursed for gas. They're not, uh, you know, they have to do all these tedious things like driving in a hoop skirt and almost get in an accident or like, you know, uh, be there without a character attendant and deal with all these things that they shouldn't have to deal with because that's not part of the performer's job or it shouldn't be. Um, and I was like, come work for us. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And it's, we have, I would argue we have way too many people who want to work for us now because, we just we can't accommodate them all but i i love that and i love that performers are noticing these things and recognizing that this is what they deserve and that they deserve to feel taken care of and to be safe especially if they're minors going to someone's yeah, home yeah, to that's... a corporate event i mean it's scary i would be afraid at 16 like going by myself to some person's house that i don't know like it's it's a lot and um I think that's what I would want to convey to our clients is we're not just a bunch of pretty dresses. We're not just a bunch of pretty girls in makeup and costume. We care. Like, we care so, so much <laughs> about the safety of our performers, about the experience that we're able to give you because of how much we care about the safety of our performers. I think that's the most important thing to me. And I do get... Uh, a little bit nervous to share the reasons why I started this company and I was a little nervous to come today to you know talk about it because I just I don't tend to make it known to clients specifically that like you know this is something that we do um, because I didn't think that they would care or like you know it just it doesn't matter like just just bring Elsa and like whatever but I do think that it matters and I do think that it's important because it's something again that sets us apart from the rest and I really really want to instill those same values in the kids that we see every day and if they can see someone at a size 2 a size 6 size 16 and recognize that oh yeah they're a princess like no questions asked it's like that is how we actually break these stigmas and how we actually solve these body image issues that are running rampant with young girls all the time if we just make it normal and don't talk about it. And like, it just, it is what it is. And I was actually asked recently if I was going to put on our website, like we offer plus size performers. Uh, the answer is no, because it doesn't matter because it's, it doesn't make a difference to me what the performer looks like, and it shouldn't. 
So I don't want people to say, you know, well, I don't want a plus size performer or like, uh, you know, I don't want any, I don't want it to be any different than what we already do. And I think that's like, that's always been my, uh, my MO, I guess, <laughs> is to just like slip it in and like casually make it okay. Um, but that in theater too, and I had a conversation with uh, the dean of the department uh, recently of my theater department, and I told them, you know, we need more casual representation because that's how we make it normal. And these problems, these problems run rampant in BFA programs too for musical theater, in colleges, everywhere. <laughs> it's disgusting. And, you know, a lot of our girls are in BFA programs all across the state of Michigan, sometimes all across the country. I mean, we've had girls go to New York, Oklahoma, all of these places, Ohio, like they are in this industry. And if we can show them the standard that this is what needs to be done and this part is not okay, like that is the most important thing to me because I've been hurt by, by college programs in the past who, you know, have those biases and refuse to acknowledge them um but i did you know stepped out of my comfort zone had a conversation and i said the most important thing is we are teaching the future movie directors the people who are going to make that netflix series that uh features a plus size person and doesn't say anything about her weight it's just it's about her you know and like that's the most important thing for me is setting these like standards of this is how it should be and we're just going to do it like we're not going to say anything we're just going to do it and you know i think that's the most important thing yeah i mean god so god damn <laughs> god. it's a lot sorry I, no no I, I could listen to this all day i mean that's why that's why i had you on here mm -hmm. again to talk about this because like you said you know you felt a little uncomfortable doing this i i i look at it as hey you're the year of the risk like yeah. you're, you're taking this risk a, a good a one that's very beneficial in the end because you're pointing out you're essentially kind of whistleblowing this whole you know narrative and this very very um vain toxic way of going about in in your industry and you're basically saying like this is fucked up this, I, I don't like this and this is what i'm going to do about it i'm not going to be part of the problem i'm going to be part of the solution and even to go with go along with the comments about you know having you know having plus size princesses it's like when you, I feel like if you, yeah, like you said, if you do that, I feel like also it's you, that just opens up a gate that doesn't need to be open for right. all, for whatever commentary criticism could be. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, it's just, hey, they're just a great performer and that's that. It doesn't yeah, matter. It shouldn't matter. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, I think everything that, that you're doing, everything that you're, that you're speaking out and speaking up for is is very very uh you know i i commend you and i think this is i mean this is just part of fighting the good fight you know like and so we need we need more people like that I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying um so going forward now um 
where where do you see what is the biggest goal for you now uh going into this year with um uh, with part of your world what what do you want to accomplish this year uh with with the company what new what new heights do you want to reach yeah so we have a lot of uh goals that we wanted to reach this year a couple i can't talk about yet because they're kind of in progress but they're very very big and very very exciting um but another one that i can talk about is that we intend to uh start a nonprofit fund so we want to kind of be able to do more charity events because we have very high quality team a high quality cast and we want to be able to do more hospital visits. We want to be able to donate party packages to uh, more organizations that will benefit the kids in our community. Uh, we want to do more visits to schools, like we did. Bell did a book reading at the Detroit Public Schools, um, and it was great. And uh, it's kind of like our our new dream, I guess, is to be able to give back a little bit more. I think we've spent. Uh, the past three years, I know we're in our third year of business now, which is crazy, but um, we've kind of built ourselves up. We've, you know, invested in our characters and our cast, and now it's time to give back. I think that we have something so special, and that's my my goal this year is to open a nonprofit fund. We're calling it the Pixie Dust Fund. <laughs> I love it. Pixie Dusted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I love it. And it's it's so you. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I I, I, I wanna see this happen. Um it's I think it'll be great. Um so with that being said, I, I think I think it's time to go on the live stream. Amazing. Portion. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going live. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Walter Hooper, WA Hooper Marketing. This is another live stream of Marketing Minds Meet. Um, today, I have sitting here in the room with me across the table an individual that um, I have had the pleasure of knowing for the past couple of years. It's just crazy. The time goes by. We met at a networking event for the Gross Point Chamber of Commerce, and um, it just it, it was smooth sailing ever since. And um, this person is someone that I... I truly admire. I, I'm so excited to see their journey with their with their career and their business uh, as it takes off and it continues to to reach new heights. And I'm just I, I'm I'm thrilled and and excited to once again introduce you to the one the only Sophia Kirkman, a part of your World Princess Company. What's up? <laughs> so Sophia, for those that are not familiar with who you are and what you do uh why don't you tell the youtube audience here uh just a brief uh, bio about you and part of your role princess company sure so hi everybody my name is sophia uh i'm the owner and founder of part of your role princess company uh we are a professional princess party and event company based here in gross point we do charity events corporate events private birthday parties all of it awesome yeah no that's um yeah, she she's been she's been making serious moves here, and um, she was just relaying to us what she can find in the full episode here in the upcoming weeks about some updates and some big changes that are happening with the company, um, and uh, one that she even said she can't she can't relay yet, but uh, I know what it is, but I'm not gonna say. Um, so Keeping yeah, my that's, royal secret. That's right. <laughs> keeping it yeah, keeping it royal. Um, 
But uh, so I want to know. Um, I think you know. Last time, you know, I, I'd ask you know like what your favorite hobbies and activities were, but this time, for the fun portion, I want to know what. So of the, of 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 the years that you've been in business now, what has been one of the most memorable moments? The most one of the most magical moments oh that um, that you can recall that sticks with you to this day. That I guess you could say is a is a motivational boost for for you and your performers and in, in the company. Oh God, there are so many, <laughs> uh, and I think if you ask each one of my performers this, which I I did in our year in review uh, survey that we put out to our cast. Um, everyone's answer is going to be different because uh, just being a performer and being in that space is so incredible and knowing that you made such magical memories for these kids is insane Um, but I don't perform very much anymore I tend to be your character attendant so I'm taking photos uh, answering emails I'm kind of being the assistant of the day and just watching but even as a, uh, a character attendant I think my top event that we do that's my favorite thing in the world is the Mother's Day Tea Party. Uh, it's called Cinderella's Royal Mother's Day Tea Party and it's happening again this year. That's a, a little secret that I am sharing with you all today, but um, hasn't been announced yet, but tickets will go on sale next month. Um, but that is my favorite event that we do every year because you get to see uh, the little girls with their moms with their grandmas and just like oh, it was just so adorable and amazing and how much they just love each other and how much uh it really means to have this like family memory um but there was one private party that we did that still sticks with me to this day it's like my favorite thing we've ever done uh it was this little girl and she loves, not a princess, but she loves the fairy godmother from Cinderella. <laughs> so she, you know, called her mom had called a bunch of companies and like nobody had the fairy godmother or nobody like was willing to travel or do like the things that she wanted or whatever. Um, but I was like, I'll do it. I love the fairy godmother. So we actually created the fairy godmother <laughs> from Cinderella for this little girl. Um, she was turning three. She is just so adorable. And that party, I think, was one of my favorite parties we've ever done with Cinderella and Fairy Godmother. And there's pictures on our Instagram. Uh, and you can just see this little girl. She just smiles with her whole face. <laughs> She's so cute. And you could just tell how much it meant to every single one of her family members who was there. I mean, they were just the sweetest family. And I still think about that. It was like a year ago at this point, almost. But, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite parties we've ever done. It was so rewarding and awesome. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And just, just to have those memories and just to be able to, and knowing that you were a big part of that and your performers were a part of that is, that's that's just, that's got to have, that's just got to have such a, you know, uh, 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 just such a, just a profound, uh, very humbling. It's like. It's priceless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magical memories are yeah. priceless. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so with that being said, uh, before we uh, log off here, and uh, we may or may not be recording some Patreon material <laughs> here uh, here soon, um, What? Uh, how can people find find you and part of your Royal Princess Company if they're looking to book um you know their their next party for their kids or if it's a it's a a private event 
how can they find you? Are you on social media, website, phone number, email? This is the time now to plug and share all of the things. <laughs> Absolutely. So you can find us uh, partofyourworldprincessco.com, our newly renovated website, just updated. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, even if you're on TikTok, uh, at Part of Your World Princess Co. Um, and my email is Sophia, S-O-F-I-A, at partofyourworldprincessco.com if you want to get in touch with me directly. Uh, but for corporate events, we actually have our events and outreach coordinator. Her name is Cassidy, so you can reach her at events at partofyourworldprincessco.com. You heard it here first, folks. That's how you can find Sophia and Part of Your World Princess Company. Um, this has been another probably honestly this has probably been one of my favorite episodes so Aww. far and we've been doing yeah we've been doing this since 2020 so that's yeah. that's that's it's an honor <laughs> <laughs> well the, the the honor is mine because i get to you know i get to connect with you more and uh you know learn even more about you and what you're all about and i i love it um yeah for those of you that uh again are not aware it's sophia kirkman part of your royal princess company um you need to you need to get with her and you need to to inquire about their about their services and what they offer for uh, you know parties private events any for for families kids it, it i've seen it myself and it, it is truly something to to see and it's a sight to behold so you're doing you're doing everything right and uh i'm, I'm excited to to see you on your journey and, and where you're going to con where you're going to go it, it just it just everything looks the cars look to be in your favor that's what i'm trying Thank to say you. i hope so <laughs> <laughs> um so with that being said uh, we're gonna log off here and uh thank you for tuning in and we will uh we will catch you on the next episode of marketing minds meet